Happy Tuesday morning to you. Glad you're with us here on the Back Row Radio with the Back Row Morning. Today, Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> back Row Morning Show. That's what I meant to say. Back Row Morning Show with Matt and Mo here on Back Row Radio in, in the, the studio. studio. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we got a show for you today. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's a show. It's a show. Coming up on today's show, <laughs> Christian cussing. Oh, guys. Yeah. Big topic. You need topic. to watch your mouth, guys. <laughs> Plus, the latest news, random facts, and artist updates. What? But first, it is April 23rd, and we got a few holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo? We do. What What are those? <laughs> I realized that I just had a bit of dyslexia because I was looking at the, the date up at the top of the paper and I was going to be like, hey, that's cool. It's 432, but it's 423. So <laughs> there, there is no 30, 30, 32nd of any month. But that's why I had a brief pause. Like, wait, wait a minute. Oh, never mind. I, there's nothing there. I can't say anything. <laughs> Um, it is National Picnic Day. I do not like picnics. Me either. I am not a fan of eating outside, no. especially not a fan of eating on the ground outside. Like, well, yeah, definitely not on the ground, but like if it's summertime when there's flies and yeah. all else, like gross. Now I have to say we live in a part of the country where flies are ridiculous. Like, yeah. Because we have so many dairies. Yes. Yeah, they're just drawn out here. Yes. So in other parts of the world, it's not quite as, not bad. as bad. Well, that's good because yeah. every church picnic we ever go to, I'm like, yeah. If it's... you don't get the food right out of the box as soon as it's opened, yeah. And forget it. I feel like there Covered needs to be fly poop. picnic. Yes, there needs to be picnic etiquette. You scoop something, you cover it back up. Mm-hmm. But come on, guys. It's just you took the cover off right. to get what you wanted. Now just cover it back up. And it's especially like with the fruit, the fresh fruit or whatever, oh, yeah. you need to leave the cover on. Yeah. Because they are immediately drawn to all that sugar. Yep. And then you're eating. It's true. Poop cantaloupe. It's true. <laughs> That sounds like a fake cuss word for Christians. Poop cantaloupe. Poop cantaloupe. Dang it. saying that. <laughs> Poop cantaloupe. Okay, so picnics in the High Plains area is not... Not great. Not the best But if you can thing. have one that's relatively bug-free somewhere in your t- town... Exactly. You know, and not it. only the flies, but the wind. Yeah, that's also a big deal here. You're chasing down your food or your plate or your cup or whatever because the wind is taking it everywhere. That's why I'm a fan of what we've been doing the last couple years with the church picnic where it's just like everyone bring a pizza. Yeah. Because that's in a box that you can close. Yeah. And so I'm perfectly fine with that. You don't even have to sit down to eat it. Just go over there, walk, grab a slice and go play frisbee or whatever. Yeah. That's a lot nicer. Yeah. I can deal with that. That, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm agreeable today. Uh, <laughs> it's also School Bus Drivers Day. Hey. Shout out to my father-in-law. I was going to say. Greg Vassar. I was doing a job I could never do. No, I could. There's no. You could not pay me enough money yeah, to I'd, drive a school I bus. Would, I would, in a week's time, I'd do something that would put me in jail for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just. Killing kids. The, the boys. <laughs> Straight. 
the boys have had pretty bad experiences with bus drivers, like bus drivers who stand up and walk through the bus. Like Topher has sent me videos of the bus driver just losing his stuff on the kids. I it. I, let me tell you. So Topher sends me these videos and I'm like, you better be sitting there shutting up, not saying a single word, because if you're part of the reason that he is literally going postal, you're going to have... Stuff to pay when you get home. <laughs> because I, like, there's, I can't even drive with my three kids in the car. Without, without, without losing it. it. Without being like, guys. But since my kids were little, I've always told them, you cannot scream in the back seat. Yeah. You cannot be crazy. That causes a distraction and it could cause us to get into a wreck. Mm-hmm. You, There's a certain way that you act in a car. Well, you know, not everybody's parents have taught them this. Right. And there's like 40 of them in a bus and they're all screaming and they have no respect for adults now and screaming so, and fighting and throwing things out the windows yep, and, you know, no not happening not happening none of them are buckled in because there are no seat belts yeah so they're just running wild yeah but i can remember as a kid riding the bus my mom was a stay-at-home mom and didn't even take me or pick me up from school i had to ride the bus like yeah I always wondered, what are you doing that you can't come get me? <laughs> You're making me ride on this stinky Little bit bus. of effort here, Mom. <laughs> Jeez, got to go back to your doing nothing all day. Can't interrupt that nothing you're doing. Well, Clearly. Yeah. Moms do nothing. Stay-at-home moms I never do anything. I was not worth her coming to pick me up. Eat bonbons all day, watch Days of Our Lives. There were moms Guiding who light. worked all day and still <laughs> took their kids and picked them up. See, they were more loved than the I second, was. Second day in a row, Pamela. I don't know. let her, don't let her badmouth you like this. <laughs> don't let her ruin your legacy. You had things to do. No, listen. I know my mom well enough to know that she's listening and going. It's true. <laughs> Like, they offer this for free. Yeah. I'm not going to let them take my kid and bring them back. That's exactly back. right. Yep. Yep. We got, I got free lunches. And I'm, we had lunch meat. She made my dad's lunch every day. Why couldn't she make my lunch? Because you got free lunches. I'm not going to make you a bologna sandwich when you can get one for free. <laughs> Jeez, you think we're made of bologna sandwiches? Uh, that, but what she doesn't know is that I could never remember my lunch number, and so I never ate at school. Oh, well, yeah. I, that, we'll do it. No, that was on me. But anyway. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? School bus drivers. <laughs> I can remember being on the bus and being terrified of my bus driver and sitting quietly, and there was only like one or two yeah. that were not like that. Whereas now, it's only one or two that sit quietly and have respect for their bus driver, and the whole bus is running amok. Mm. So, yeah, there's no way I could ever be a bus driver. I had, I only went on the bus one year, and uh, my bus driver just didn't care. Like, they're supposed to make sure certain students get off at certain stops. Yeah. I would always get off because they stopped. There was one stop that was a block away from Yucca Junior High. Uh-huh. And back then, my wife's mom worked there. Mm-hmm. And she was always there after school. And Deidre was always there, too. So I'd just get off at that stop often and uh, go hang out at Yucca until they left. And they'd take me home. 
and not once did he ever notice wow that i got off early and so yeah he just but he also never yelled at us so it was just a kind of i'm just here to do a job thing and he didn't care what happened <laughs> which is arguably worse but yeah at the time, but at the time for me it was great see and i feel like that's <laughs> something else that i would be stressed out about like are you getting off at the right spot? And are you getting off with who you're supposed to get off with? Did you give me a forged note saying that you're allowed to? Because what if something happens and somebody kidnaps you right. and you, you're gone? That falls on me. Yeah. I have to live with that for the yeah. rest of my life. Well, you know, also, the first day I was on the bus, they assigned me where my stop was. And it was like the last stop. Mm. And it was like an entire neighborhood away from my house. Like I had to walk another 30 minutes to get home. It was ridiculous. Yeah. When there the like third to last stop was literally across the the main street like Norris from my house. I'm like, "Seriously, why didn't you assign me there?" "Oh, cuz it's crossing a main street." I'm like, "So <laughs> So I have to walk the entire length of seven Walmarts to get home. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to cross a main street. But I don't cross a main street. That's exactly right. It was ridiculous. Well, so listen, all of that being said, y'all be sure that you show appreciation to the school bus drivers today. Yeah. Like, they have a really difficult job that goes unnoticed a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Plus, school buses don't have air conditioning. For you know real. that, right? For real. They have to have, like, little personal fans. And they have all those stinky, smelly kids. <laughs> Y'all, seriously. Get them the water or something. I mean, just stop or every just bus driver. Money. Just give them money. Just give them money. Send them gift cards. <laughs> uh, all right. right. It's all right. lastly, International Nose Picking Day. Mm-hmm. You can pick your friends you and you can pick, pick your, your nose. nose. But you can't pick, pick your friend's your nose. nose. That used to be a big Nickelodeon slogan. Like, they even had that as a commercial. Yeah. That was weird. Really? That was, like, my life's motto. (laughs) Pick my friends and I can pick my nose, but I can't pick my friend's nose. Got it. Do you still pick your nose, Mo? All the time. Me too. I do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) There is no shame in my game. I would rather be caught picking my nose than be caught having a hanger. I'm just saying. Right? I do it when I'm driving. Yeah. I do it in the back of church when no one's looking. Yeah. Because you got to get that out of there. I can't breathe. Boogers like pile up in my nose so fast. I have to clear it out like three or four times a day just so I can breathe. See, and here's the thing. Chris... We about to talk about boogers, Matt. <laughs> Chris has more snotty boogers, more Ooh, runny boogers, yeah. and I have very dry, dry boogers. Yeah, that's what I have. And so blowing them does not work. No, it. There, I'm gotta. just blowing air through my nose, and it feels like it's coming out my eyeballs and my ears. <laughs> that, you got to yank them. Yes, you gotta yoink them out of there. Yep. Maybe it's because I have hairy nostrils yeah. and they stick. That's why I do. They get all tangled up in there. You gotta, you gotta need peel a, them out. I need a nose brush. <laughs> well, they make nose hair trimmers, you know. Yeah, but my nostrils aren't wide enough. You do have very... I've never noticed that before. You have very slender nostrils. So I have a very... I have a wide nose. I have a pug nose. 
so I have a, a wider nose. <laughs> but my nostrils are tiny. Yeah. So like my How do you even get a finger up in there. I, I don't understand. I gotta use my pinky. <laughs> That's why my pinky nails are usually longer than the rest of my oh, nails. <laughs> okay, now we're now we're going a little Seriously? too far for me. That That's where that, that was, was my limit. That was my gross out limit right there. <laughs> confused i don't Whoa. even know what to do anymore i think this is the longest we've ever stayed on holidays <laughs> my goodness if you love what we do here at the back row morning show <laughs> my gosh uh, don't take today is <laughs> but, and no that, please take and today back row radio as a whole <laughs> please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash back radio uh, like I said yesterday, we've been harping on it a lot these last few weeks, so I won't linger here too long. We are growing. We need to reach a goal of about $600 a month, hopefully by the end of the year, to continue to grow, or we're going to have to basically stop adding music at the rate that we're doing it. Uh, so, hey, consider it, even for like 5 bucks a month. Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash radio, or go to backrowradio.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page. You'll find the link there. But consider partnering with us. Let's move on. Here's the news. At 79 years old, Mary Daly Lang isn't slowing down. I'm not very big, and I'm old, she told KCCI. None of that has prevented the Des Moines, Iowa grandmother from testing for her black belt. Lang picked up the skill when she was just 65. Right now, Lang has has a recommended black belt. She hopes to get her first degree black belt to celebrate her 80th birthday. And she just has one more test to go. Way to go. Good for her. My goodness. So this is like, it's stories like this that make me, like they give me hope. I'm like, okay, yeah. So my 31 through 33 years were kind of garbage as far as health is concerned. (laughs) Even My though I ran a half marathon years. in there. <laughs> but, you know, at 79, she's doing big things for her health. Literally so kicking butt. I have got room to grow. <laughs> you got time. Take, I, it, take it easy for a couple more decades. Nope. And then you can... <laughs> nope. Uh, proudly declaring themselves the home of the original pickle sandwich. Elsie's Sandwich Shop in New Jersey has left behind bread completely in favor of pickle buns. You can also opt for uh, for cucumber, should you wish. Uh, According to the description of Elsie's Facebook page, our pickles have been made with the same family recipe for many years using only fresh ingredients and peppered with more than a little love. We cater to a keto and gluten-free lifestyle and it is our sincere honor to pamper guests with our curated selection of sandwiches and roll-ups constructed on our uh, Elsie's signature pickle. So this is literally not, when we say pickle bun, we're not talking about like a bun that's infused with pickle flavor in green. Like this is literally a slice of a giant pickle. Yeah, it's a hollowed out pickle. Did you see the picture? No, it's a hollowed out pickle. Is that how they do it? That makes a little more sense than I'm I'm imagining, how do they get cucumbers that big that they make a loaf-sized pickle? They're still a pretty good size. Are they? I mean, they're huge. But they just hollow the... I mean, there's still some of the pickle inside. Right, right, right. But they hollow out most of the core. Yeah, like the seeds and everything. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. It looks... And you know what I like about this? They're actually doing it. 
They're not being like that whole... Take it home and do it yourself. ...pickle <laughs> shop that we talked about back in Valentine's Day with the pickle bouquet. Hey, here's a good idea for you to do at home. Here, we printed an instruction card. This is how you do it. You go do it. Buy all the stuff here, but then you go do it. Right? <laughs> but, gosh, yeah, I'm trying to imagine if I could do that. Because, like, I have some pickles at home that I've been eating this week. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can barely bite through them. I don't think I could make a whole sandwich out of it and have a clean bite. That was my thought. I feel like I could do two, like, an open-faced sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And I could eat that way, but I don't think that I could do pickle, cheese, lunch meat, pickle, right. and take a bite like that. I don't think... Like, I'm, I'm envisioning, like, replacing the pickles in the bun on a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and just have two pickles... On either side of the sandwich and trying to eat that sandwich. It'd be weird. It would be weird. Yeah. At that point, I'm like, let's just have a charcuterie tray here and just eat the meat and the cheese and the pickles separately. Let's have a what? Charcuterie. What's that? You know, haven't you seen like uh, those fancy photos of like it's a wood tray thing where they have all the cheeses and olives and spreads and crackers all spread out? That's what it's called? Charcuterie. What do you call it? I don't know. A tray? A meat and cheese tray. <laughs> and if you well, want to make wanna it be fancy. A, well, if you, you want to be a plebeian, then sure. You can call it a meat and cheese tray. <laughs> Today apparently is worked with Matt. What's a plebeian, Matt? <laughs> Matt's just bringing out all the words for you. <laughs> We's fancy here at the Back Row Radio. Oh. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lastly, in gardening, just as good for you, or sorry, no, is gardening just as good for you as hitting the gym? A new study suggests that even low to moderate level physical activities like gardening can have a major impact on your health. A study published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine followed a group of more than 88,000 Americans aged 40 to 85 over the course of 11 years. So this is a big study. The people who participated in just uh, the people who participated in just ten to fifty nine minutes of moderate physical activity per week, just such as gardening, walking, or dancing, had an eighteen percent lower risk of death from any cause. More specifically, the risk of death from a cardiovascular event like a heart attack or stroke dropped twelve percent. Listen, I got a bone to pick. Okay. Okay. I don't necessarily like the fact that they use moderate physical activity when describing 59 minutes of dancing. (laughs) Have you ever danced for an hour? Maybe it's slow dancing. Yeah, it's called prom, Mo. Jeez, did you not go to prom? I went to three years of prom, thank you very much. Actually, four years of prom. <laughs> I, went, oh. I went to one and we danced to two songs. I was going to say, you could have been like Chris and been one of those people who didn't dance at prom. His date left him because oh, he right, wouldn't dance that. at yeah. prom. <laughs> this is why it's a good thing that we did not know each other right. in high school. <laughs> I, I was so self-conscious. I just couldn't do it. Nope. See, and I'm that way most of the time. I have always been of the mindset that I'm going to dance and I don't care what I look like. Dance like like nobody's watching. Exactly. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I came up with that line. 
somebody from one of my proms saw it and took credit for it. Gosh, you're just you've done everything. I, I was listening the other day, reminded of a show from before where you basically wrote Reckless Love. Exactly. You went to elementary school with Corey Asbury. And he was being reckless on the monkey bars, and you were in love with him. You oh, that? sure. <laughs> I was like, wait, how did how did that happen? I'm- I was talking. I was talking about how you you defend it so strongly, like oh. you had a stake in it. I do have a stake in it. Uh, all right. Well, coming up later in the show, should Christians cuss? Stick around. Morning show here on this Tuesday morning. We're entering our second hour, and as always, we're gonna kick that off with five random facts five with Mo. Random facts with Mo. <laughs> oh, seriously, Fun how could you not like what we do here? Okay, <laughs> we're just one big like jelly bean bowl full of laughs. Okay, you never know exactly what kind of jelly bean you're gonna get. <laughs> But it's going to be good. Unless, unless it's bean boozled. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes some we... Days, <laughs> some days we're going to throw in a dog vomit, dog vomit jelly bean. You never know. But most of the time, it's green apple or whatever. <laughs> Chocolate pudding. Five, is that what the other one is? <laughs> what was that? Oh, the green apple it was like... Minion snot or something. It was Minion the opposite. snot, yeah. yeah. Or grass lawn clippings. Lawn clippings is what it normally is, yeah. Pencil shavings. Oh, gosh. They were just Barf. gross. They were gross. Dirty socks. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all of gravel them. Gravel was one. What? Like dirt. I haven't had know, that. Gravel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, they're just oh, what spoiled milk? Oh gosh, yeah. yeah, that was one of those that went out into the air. Yeah, like it grossed everybody out. Oh, it was yeah, that's such a fun. Oh, game. I hated it. All right, I hated here's it. I still you, hate it. You ready for the facts, Matthew? I am. Fact number one: Matt hates been bean boozled. <laughs> I think we still have some boxes of it up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 8.9 earthquake that struck Japan in 2011 was so powerful it shifted the Earth's mass and shorted our days by 1.8 microseconds. Mm-hmm. I had friends that were in Japan when, when that, that happened. happened. Really? Yep. Ooh. Yep. Number two fact, Matthew. (laughs) Matthew. So if you put movie and theater together, it makes Matthew, apparently. That's how you read it. Movie theater popcorn costs more than filet mignon per ounce in the U.S. Yep. We just went to the movies this past weekend. Salsa Zam is really good. It is really good. But seriously, like 11 bucks for a large popcorn and a drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You're paying $100 to go to the movies these days. Yeah, almost. Yeah, especially if you take your family. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. $100. Yeah. I mean, it costs about 45 in tickets and then... About the same. About the snacks. same yeah. in snacks. Yeah. That's why uh-huh. I always sneak in at least one thing. Oh. Just to stick it to them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I've adopted Chris's mom's movie theater purse. I only <laughs> use it for the movie theater, but it's... Bring out fried chicken, <laughs> all the sides. It's like 10 sizes bigger than <laughs> my normal purse. <laughs> Uh, there are more than 50,000 people in Japan who are over 100 years old. Oh, Jeez. Wow. That's surprising. Wow. I want to know what they're doing. I'm, well, they're not eating like Americans eat. That's what they're doing. That's true. But, like, it, yeah. It's, okay. That's got to be the, I'm seriously, I think that's the only thing. Yeah. I think that's the main thing is that they don't pig out like we do here. And when they do eat, they're eating healthier stuff. Except on Christmas where they eat Kentucky Fried Chicken. Do they really? Yeah, that's like a tradition over in Japan. I mean, that's kind of a cool tradition. Yeah. But it's it's specifically Kentucky Fried Chicken. And yeah, every Christmas. That's their big Christmas meal. Huh. I want (laughs) to go to Japan. Always have. I think it'd be super cool. I am so terrified of going to somewhere where though that I have no ability to talk to someone. Matt. What? So what you don't realize is that most foreign countries they take an English speaking class Do they in really? school. Like it is mandatory that you learn how to speak English. Mm. And so all you have to do is walk up to somebody and say, English and they'll at least be able to converse with you to get you to the subway station or the train station. Well, you yeah. also have like Google stuff now. Google Translate is yeah. they've just I think they just recently came out with a thing where now you say the thing and it automatically says right like out loud. Yeah. in the app, you know what you're trying to say in that language. I yeah. think that's fascinating. Mhm. But yeah, still, I don't know. You I might feel actually, fish out of water. You might actually really enjoy it though because then <sighs> like People aren't coming up to you and talking to you. No. <laughs> See, I guess all I have is movie references. But, you know, I envision, you know, almost like Chinatown or whatever where everybody's coming up to you saying, you know, asking you to buy things. And what's so far? I'm like, ah, I don't know no. what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? There was a comedian. I think it was Tom Papa. Comedian Tom Papa said that. You know, Chinatown has stuff that you'll never see anywhere else. A bag of salted squirrel faces that you can <laughs> Live frogs that are coming out of black water. And that's at every store. Electronic store, uh, rug store, whatever. Just out the front. You want a frog? Black water frog? So weird. Yeah, it's all these weird things. And so I'm afraid of going to a country uh, like China or Japan... And just, what do I do? <laughs> How do I interact? What store do I go into? I'm just, I don't know. Nope. I'm it, sure it'd be a lot easier than I'm imagining it, but yeah. it just, the uh, the not knowing how it would be terrifying. It would be me. so fun. See, and you gotta watch The Amazing Race. And like, they run around the streets and just look for somebody who speaks English, and within a couple minutes, they find somebody. It's not <laughs> that, that difficult. Is that still a thing? Is Amazing Race yes, still a thing? Yes, it just started. Started again? Yes. I think season 13 Jeez. just started. Yeah. And they have all reality show people on there competing. So they have some people from Survivor, some people from Big Brother, some people from The Amazing Race Past, and 
Yep. It's so weird that the people that make being on a reality show like their job for the rest of their life. Yeah. That they just keep going on other reality shows. Well, see, it makes people like me who would love to go on a reality show ticked off because they're taking my spot. Right? Let me in there. Yeah. <laughs> have you been, have you sent in? No. Tapes? No. I'm just like, I'm sitting back going, is it ever going to come to me? <laughs> is it ever going to happen? They must know that I'm here. <laughs> And I would be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, they listen to the back row, right? <laughs> um, okay, the world's first speeding ticket was issued to a motorist in 1896. The limit, the limit at the time was two miles per hour, and he was going eight. <laughs> you know, that's that's five over. Yeah, six. <laughs> the rule is five over. Like, you can go oh, five over. Oh, you mean that's over. over five. I thought you meant... I thought you meant that's five over the limit. Okay. Like, well, no. Now that, I can, that would be okay. seven. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> also, that's not a thing. It's totally a it's thing. It's not. It's totally They can a thing. totally pull you over if you're even going one sure, or two can miles they? <laughs> can they? Yes. But they typically don't. <laughs> Forty percent of corn is used for ethanol to add to fuel. Other forty percent, another forty percent is used for livestock feed. So that leaves us with twenty percent for the food that we eat, and there's so much corn that we eat. Can you imagine how much corn like there corn's is. Corn's in everything. Yeah, like they pay, they pay farmers to not grow corn because there's so much of it. Like, the government will sometimes pay farmers to not grow more corn because we have too much. They should grow avocados because apparently we're not going to have avocados once the border wall's up. Like, three weeks after the border wall goes up, no more avocados. <laughs> I don't know how much I believe that. Right, because California makes a heck ton of avocados. But here's the thing, like... There's, How much guac do you need, folks? There's, there's one thing that I know about <laughs> our Latino friends. Family means a lot to them. And if they know that they have family here on this side of the wall who aren't getting avocados, they're going <laughs> to ship their avocados over to them. I'm like, where are we going with this, Mo? <laughs> they're going to make sure their family has their avocados. What political so, hoop am I going to have to jump through in this conversation? You just need to make sure that you're friends with <laughs> someone who still has family in Mexico. <laughs> if, if avocados mean a lot to you. I mean, right. They'll they'll rise to the occasion. Well, they'll have like mail away avocado yeah. uh, things start up in Mexico, and they'll ship you a box of avocados. Yeah. Every week. Yep. <laughs> All right, we got some artist updates for you. Jamie Grace has had her first taste of root beer, and she's not a fan. What? Jamie posted, reached for my lemonade and accidentally drank some of Aaron Collins' root beer. It was my first time drinking root beer. How do y'all drink that? Like, it was really so bad, man. That's I read that wrong. Yeah. Like, really, that was so bad, man. How do you not like root beer? First of all, how do you make it to like 20 whatever that she is 20 and whatever. they've never tried root beer? 
Okay, so here's my only argument. If I'm reaching for lemonade and I think I'm going to have a sip of lemonade. Well, of course. Then, yeah, and we talked about this a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. If if you try something for the first time, you have to try it at least twice. Right. Because that first initial taste is, of course, going to throw you off. Mm-hmm. So, Jamie, seriously, I know that it was a bit sweeter. It was carbonated and a bit heavier than what you were expecting in your lemonade. But try it again. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's such a Maybe diff- throw such a some vanilla taste. ice cream in there with it because oh, that makes man. it like... Ah. You want to know what? That, a, a root beer float, a tiny free root beer float from Sonic is what knocked me off my, uh, my no sodas thing the first time I tried it. I really? made it like a year... And then Sonic was doing this free root beer float thing. And Deidre wanted to do it. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's just like a part of a dessert at that point. Yeah. And the free one is really small. They barely pour any root beer in it at all. Yeah, it's mostly It'll ice be cream. fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. And so I went and I had it. And then after that, I craved soda so badly. Really? And I just gave in. Almost the next day, I think. I'm like, dang it. That really ruined it. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. A bummer. So, Dr. Pepper... With chocolate ice cream, tastes like a Tootsie Roll. It's amazing. Amazing. That sounds awful. No, it's amazing. That sounds so bad. Our church in Italy, during the summer, we wouldn't have uh, Sunday night services. We would just all go to the pastor's house and Mm -hmm. have fellowship. Whoever wanted to come could come. Mm -hmm. But we would always do float fellowship and so we'd bring like vanilla ice cream and orange soda i like that idea yeah it was it was tons of fun and we just play games or we'd sing or the kids would be out in the yard playing you know and we just have floats and that's where we had our first dr pepper float and at first i was like what this (laughs) no this does not sound good at all y'all are crazy but it's amazing now i really like Dr. Pepper with vanilla ice cream in it. And there's, we have a couple, we have a couple kind of like old-timey drive-ins here that have been here for decades and decades and are still operating. And if you go to Twin Cronies here mm. and get a Dr. Pepper with vanilla ice cream in it, oh gosh. Is it good? Heaven. Yeah. It's like, like you try to approximate it by going to Sonic and, you know, give me a vanilla cream Dr. Pepper or whatever. And it's just not, like... Barely get a little bit of the the flavor potential out of that, mm-hmm. but if you put just like a solid chunk of real vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. in a Dr Pepper, golly, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I want one now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> a bus update from Citizen Way. The the uh, their bus recently burned. We talked about that last week, mm-hmm. uh, but this week the band sh- shared a plaque that made it through the fire. They posted a picture of the plaque that read, "There's only love. There's only grace when I'm with you." Citizen Way said the plaque had smoke and fire damage, but still gives life. So far, nearly seventeen thousand dollars has been raised to help the band replace their bus and the items lost in the fire. Wow! I mean, can you imagine that being? Uh, a, a band that has to tour, like that's part of that, and then you suddenly have no bus. Like that's that's your livelihood. Like, yeah. I mean, that's how you make money at this yeah. point. And now, and you know, most Christian bands, you know, ain't super rich, right? <laughs> it's true. I mean, I'm sure the Newsboys are raking in the dough, but I don't know what else. Toby yeah. Mac probably. 
Maybe. Those people that have been around for forever. Probably good. But, you know, the bands that are just out there working. Yeah. Working hard. Yeah. And suddenly you got no bus. So we went and saw For King and Country last weekend. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was the first time that the kids had ever seen. Well, both the kids and the Chris. And the Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The Chris. I was the only one who had ever seen them in concert before. Yeah. And so on our way home, um, I was explaining to the boys how when I saw them at Summit, I was able to get right up front and able to see them, but it was very small because that was the year that the airline had lost all of their instruments. Right. And for King and Country, like, you can't just go find instruments from a regular worship team. Like, Mm -hmm. they have the big drums and, you know, their instruments are a very integral part of their entire show, not just their music, but their entire show. Right. You know? And so I was trying to explain that to the boys and like their minds were blown just thinking about everything that they did through the concert with each of their instruments. And they were like, how was that even good? How did they even make that work? I was like, you know, I honestly have no idea how they made it work. It was amazing though. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even using borrowed instruments from the worship team at Saddleback. That yep. was an amazing concert. It was. So, mm. anyway, For King and Country is an amazing concert no matter what. <laughs> so, if you, like, ever get the chance to go see them, go see them. <laughs> Do it. Casting Crowns Wandavevo has a question he posted. In a movie, when someone has to put their hand in a dark, mysterious hole, no one uses a stick first. Why? It's true. <laughs> it's uh, And it's always the same joke, too. They stick their arm in and then they go, ah, and freak out whoever they're with. And they pull it out and they go, I couldn't resist. And I'm like, come on. You got a different, you got the same writer for every whole gag. Jeez. Sorry. <laughs> Took it a little further. Juan. Sorry. And Shane Bernard is an overachiever. Fellow Shane and Shane member Shane Everett posted a picture from the duo's recent interview and pointed at that, uh. Shane Bernard already kicked over one water bottle. He added, by the end of the interview, Bernard had successfully kicked over five water bottles. And that just reminded me of last week where I kept knocking my microphone cord out of my microphone. Uh-huh. Like it had never been a problem before. And never. suddenly I did it like eight times in one recording session. Yeah. To the point where I was yelling at the cord and my foot. Like, <laughs> stop it! Ah! <laughs> <sighs> Usually I'm the one messing up our recording somehow, but you know, and I felt always... awful because it was always when you were talking. Yeah, so you then I like have to come back and like pretend like. <laughs> Listen, if y'all think that what we do is easy, it's not because I have to have very natural reactions a lot of times when it's not so natural. I have to make up the natural reaction. It is actually a lot harder on you because, you know, like I write the scripts so I know what's coming and I can kind of prepare things. You're going off the cuff on pretty much everything. I Even know. the stuff that is like your section, like the five random facts. You don't know what's coming. I know. <laughs> That's why on Saturdays when I come home and my family wants to talk to me, I'm done. Like I'm spent. Don't speak to me for the rest of the day. I have used all of my intellectual brain power already. <laughs> and y'all have been sleeping for most of the time. <laughs> uh, when we come back, what's the appropriate way for Christians to cuss a swear? Or is there one? Stick around.
ship. Stop that. <laughs> Stop it. It freaks me out every time. She she said ship like a spaceship or a pirate ship. Burn the ships. Burn the ships from King of Country. Light a match. All right, we're out of here. We are in our third hour, and we're doing something a little different this week, as we talked about yesterday, if you heard, is uh, in you our heard. third hour, you heard, <laughs> <laughs> in our third hour each day this week, we are going to be revisiting a classic conversation that we've had on a old episode of the Back Row Baptist podcast, which is what Mo and I did before we transitioned to the morning show here on Back Row Radio. Uh, we are doing this for two reasons. Number one is that we're kind of slowly getting rid of the old podcasts. And so there were several of them that had some amazing conversations that we don't want to lose. So we're bringing those to the new show. Uh, and the other reason is because we are recording these shows the day before Easter and we are super busy. So we're trying to get out of here in a hurry. <laughs> but this is a fantastic discussion that we had with a few of our friends about the ways Christians cuss. Uh, so let's just dive right in. I'm your host, Matt Coker, and of course, with me today is my super awesome co-host, Megan Oaks, otherwise known as Mo. Hey, everybody, and thanks for joining us for the BRBP. Last week, during our discussion on the times we act oversaved, we briefly touched on Christian cussing. So this week, we decided to bring that topic to the forefront as we share Christian culture's alternative cuss words, what the Bible says about cussing, and maybe get a little controversial. And all the while, we'll be trying our best to not actually cuss a swear, but listeners' discretion is advised. And to help us do all that will be our guest today, Deidre Coker. Hello. And Tyler Kelly. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, let's just start by being upfront about ourselves and about Christian culture as a whole. I think it's safe to say that most Christians struggle to keep a rein on their tongues. That uh, we are often just as prone to cuss a swear as anyone else, but... Uh, we have more reasons to try not to, uh, but let's just be honest and open up about our own issues with cussing, and has it ever gotten you in trouble? And I'll go first. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm almost never really felt comfortable cussing in front of other people. Uh, I mean, of course, nowadays it's because I'm a Christian who never wants to give others reason to doubt that. But back when I was a young teenager, I didn't cuss because I was pretending to be a Christian, and I didn't want people to poke holes in my uh, facade. Uh, but I know that, uh, like when I'm alone and you know I stub my toe or spill something to make a huge mess or whatever, or in my car and I'm about to get hit by somebody, uh, automatically, not I don't even hesitate, just flies right out, right out there. Uh, so it, it happens from time to time, but, uh, so far I, I'm fairly certain it's never happened in front of my child, which I'm considering a win. <laughs> so far. So far. <laughs> Can't tell the future, you guys. Hasn't made him that mad yet. <laughs> there have been times where I'm muffling things, but 
about you guys? Um, I, as a teenager and a young adult, I had quite the sailor's mouth. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, it was more of a way for me to like show that even though I was a Christian, that I could still fit in. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not like those other Christians. I'm yeah. cool. I'm cool. <laughs> and I know that listeners can't see me right now, but I'm rolling my eyes at my own self. But, <laughs> um, now, as an adult, I honestly, I can't even remember the last time that I did cuss. It's been, it's not something that I struggle with anymore. And if I'm being honest, I don't think that I struggled with it as a kid. I just did it. You did it on purpose. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It was purposeful. Gotcha. Watch this. Watch what I can say. <laughs> and then it got really bad because I started cussing in front of my parents when I was 18. And I thought, I'm an adult. You can't tell me what to do, <laughs> I do now. What I want. Yeah. <laughs> and then I felt really bad because I still remember the look of, like, <laughs> disappointment in my mom's eyes when I cussed in front of her for the first time. <gasps> See, it was the opposite so. for me. When my, when my mother first uh, started treating me like an adult and talk like she normally talks and mm-hmm. let out a cuss word. She's all, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't have to censor yourself because of me. And, well, now she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't cuss a lot, but you know, this is every now and then when she's mad, she'll just, anyway. I remember <laughs> the first time that I heard my mom cuss, and I think, um, well, first of all, we weren't allowed to say fart, we weren't allowed to say but. These are just things that are not nice to say. And especially if you're a girl, those things don't come out of ladies' mouths. That's not how ladies talk. (laughs) But one week in particular, my brother was two. I was about nine. Um, My mom was trying to quit smoking. (laughs) It was just, she had a toddler. She was trying to quit smoking. She had an ornery nine-year-old who wouldn't listen to her ever. And we were carrying potting soil out of the store. And... You know, potting soil bags, they should be made of, like, heavy-duty material, but they're not. Right. <laughs> the slightest rip and tear sends potting soil going everywhere. Well, me and my brother are carrying this bag. My mom's in front of us. My two-year-old brother's hand slips. The bag falls. Potting soil everywhere. And my mom cusses. And me and my brother just looked at each other and went, <gasps> <laughs> And I dropped the bag of potting soil and ran to the car. <laughs> Also told my mom at that point, Mom, you don't have to stop smoking. <laughs> You're so much nicer when you smoke. <laughs> oh <my God>. So. <laughs> So friendly, it makes your hair shiny. You're looking thinner. Just keep it up. Oh, terrible. <laughs> um, I think for me, growing up, um, I was kind of I was in a sheltered environment. Um, wasn't ever around cussing. Didn't know a whole lot of cuss words. Um, and it wasn't until I became an adult and started working. Um, and now I work in construction, and it's very, mm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just a, yeah. cussing is like second nature um, in that industry. And so I think it's more of a struggle for me now just because I hear it all the time. And um, a lot of times, you know, like Matt, it's, you know, whenever I'm, I get hurt or, you know, 
something bad happens, it just kind of pops out. Um, nothing I, I'm, like, trying to cuss, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't ever really a struggle for me growing up, but once I got into the real world, I should mm-hmm. say. It, it is definitely something that rubs off on you if you have to be around it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Without, like, it takes no effort on your part. It just starts to be, you hear it, and it just starts coming out kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Uh, Deidre, beautiful bride of mine. What about y'all? You. I'm perfect. Y'all, y'all she's, she's pregnant. She's too in <laughs> So I sometimes refer to her in plural form. <laughs> she doesn't have multiple personalities. She's just pregnant. That's all. Um, yeah, I was kind of like Megan around seventh grade. Like, I started you know, cussing with my friends, and it was this cool thing that we could do. And then, and Matt heard me cuss when we were I did. dating, and oh my gosh, he was so disappointed in me. <laughs> he was like, shocked and appalled. And and then, um, I'd say a couple years later, I realized, you know, what's the point of this? Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't, you know, cussed like that. Um, but, yeah, every now and then, if I get angry, I can just, like, even if I don't say it out loud, I just still hear it in my head, you know? Echoing around in there. But um, I also, like, Tyler was around it a lot at work. Um, not now, not, not, not at work where you now, currently work. Where I am, but at Lowe's and even before that at Sonic, it was like, it was like everyone's thing to try and get me to cuss. I remember one of my managers was like, my, my goal is to make you cuss, Deidre. I'm like, why? <laughs> why do you want me to talk like that? You know, and it would, it would, they would definitely notice that I did not talk like them. Sorry, it's my zipper. <laughs> so that was kind of something. Yeah. That was something. That was All right. Uh, I have another one. Uh, and this is probably the only cussing in public situation that I've that I remember ever happening and I remember it was shameful in more ways than one uh me and my buddy Bubba sorry Bubba I'm calling you out on this too um <laughs> we were at the the county fair and you know the zipper ride uh-huh. thing that goes we had both never been on it before we were both terrified of it and we were both like, okay, we're going to ride that thing. And this was like 8th grade, I think. ninth grade. ninth grade. And so we get on this, and we're both terrified. It starts, we're flipping upside down, and we just start letting F's and S's and all kinds of things out in our fear. And because we were each doing it, we were each continuing to do it, encouraging each other to keep doing it in that mental, you know, we're going through this battle together, and we're going to go down... Uh, fighting kind of thing. Screaming cuss Yeah, it was awful. And when we stopped, when the ride was over, you're like face-to-face with another cart, you know, that you're in. And it's two little girls <gasps> who weren't even scared about it. And we just got <laughs> off. We're like, we, we have to leave. <laughs> and uh, I think it was after that, I'm like, okay, no more of that. That's never happening again. Uh, but I felt awful. And, uh, yeah, it's... 
it's not fun yeah. to uh, get caught in situations like that. I'll make you feel better real quick, and I'll one-up you. Okay. That will make me feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah. That's why um, we're friends. Yeah. So, on mine and Chris's wedding day, we got... <laughs> it's already starting, right? Yeah. yeah. We, get, we got married on my mom's front porch, okay? So, we had a CD player in the big window in her living room so that we could play the music to walk down the aisle, quote-unquote aisle. Um... Well, the CD is skipping, and people are making their way to <laughs> where we were getting married up on the porch, and we have all of our friends and family sitting out in the front yard, and Chris's dad is the ordained minister who is marrying us, and um, from inside the living room, where that big window is open, playing the music, I am standing, and I am irritated and frustrated because it's my wedding day and why isn't the CD player working (laughs) and every single word you could think of is flying out of my mouth and in walks my dad and my stepdad because they were both there to walk me and give me away and I looked at my stepdad and I said the CD player's not working and he said yeah we all know we can hear you out there and I was like Just as oh, I have to walk down right. and be presented oh, no. as the bride, <laughs> potty mouth Megan is screaming from the living room. I just want to ask this question that I'm sure all my fellow millennials are wondering. Uh-huh. Why didn't you just use your iPhone with your aux cord? Because plug it into the radio. and This was in 2005. <laughs> Twelve years ago, and, and what is the CD again? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Compact disc. Oh, okay. All right. That is not uh, very reliable either, because it was your wedding where Megan made me, Megan Kelly made me use uh, her laptop. Was it? it was like a Kindle or something, oh. and to play the, play your music. And for the song when she was supposed to come down the aisle, started playing some. Loud rap song. (laughs) 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 And I hit the right song and I sunk down below everybody. And since then, I have refused to use anything but CDs in these weddings. Well, I'll tell you, Matt, I was there and I don't remember that at all. She doesn't either. (laughs) But it's the only thing I remember. I was sitting in the back and I heard it go off and I look over at Matt and he's just like <laughs> oh, so oh, so I would have just been like, Why did they choose this song to walk down the aisle to? I don't know. You should have let it play. Yeah, right? <laughs> it wasn't this song, but in my head I'm remembering like Baby Got Back. <laughs> just the most inappropriate song possible. Uh, so clearly, we all have a tendency to react this way in negative situations. So why do you think that is? Is it just our human nature? Is it culturally driven? I already kind of talked about when you're hanging around people that do it uh, habitually, it kind of rubs off on you. But is that the only reason? I, I don't know. I, there, I think there's an inner rebellion. I don't want to say I think. I know with myself there's an inner rebellion. Mm-hmm. I can remember... 
I was probably nine watching Grease, and in Grease Lightning, it says S-H-I-T. And I kept rewinding it to that part, and I would say it louder and louder and louder, <laughs> waiting for my mom to come in and say something to me. That's just that inner rebellion that's ingrained in me for whatever reason that I'm just like, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it and see how long I can get away with it. <laughs> I just recently like reread the lyrics to that song. Yeah. Is, they're it's awful. <laughs> My mom made me watch that movie yes. so many times yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. I watched it all the time. Yeah. One of my favorites. I know. Sung the song. Me and Tamara Ugh. would just yeah. sing all the songs. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, Inner Rebellion, uh, just the part of growing up uh, and wanting to act like an adult, kind mm-hmm. of, but in all the terrible ways that you're always scolded right. for. Right. You don't see kids wanting to go out and pay bills. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be an adult. I'm going to have a car payment. No. (laughs) I have never thought about that. That's hilarious. I'd say, too, like, in moments of frustration, you know, like hurting your finger or whatever, you just have this impulse to express that mm-hmm. anger and that's just like what I guess our culture has mm-hmm. deemed how you ex- express that emotion that you're feeling right there. Yeah. yeah, and do you think we learn that behavior for when we like stub our toe or something like that? Or when like a car is about to hit us? Or do you think that just comes instinctually? I think it's learned. I, I, I have to say learned. it's you learned. Have to know it from somewhere. But not just from like our peers or our family, but the things that we watch, you know, media Mm -hmm. and whatnot. For me, it's more of a habit to say, fudge, (laughs) you know, than... I got really scared. Yeah, you scared (laughs) me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Y'all, seriously, if you ever hear me cuss, you better hunker down and run for cover because something is really going wrong. wrong. It's just not, like I said, it's just not something that's ingrained in me anymore. Praise God. (laughs) (laughs) What we've got here is, I think, the most comprehensive list of Christian replacement cuss words I've ever seen. Too many to list along with everybody's Twitter handle, so we're just going to go around in a circle, list all these off one by one as fast as we can. So I'll start. Uh, first one is bleep. Booger. Bull snot. Bull twinkies. Bull plop. Booger snot. Bob Saget. Buckethead. Bolshevik. Crap. Crud. Crime and crime and Italy is what that's I was later. Say. Oh, wait, that's not on there. Oh, I didn't get that one on there. Say it again. Crime Say the other one. Crime and Italy. <laughs> Crepes. Crepes. Crapola. Caca. Crud muffin. Cotton picking. Confound it. Consarn it. Cheese and rice. Doo doo. Dag. Dang. Darn. Darn it. Dad burn it. Dag nabbit. Doggone it. Dad blame it. Dad gub it. Dad blast it. Poor dad. <laughs> Flippin'. Frickin'. Fart. Foot. Fooey. Fudge. Bart bagels. Fiddle faddle. Fiddlesticks. For heaven's sake. For Pete's sake. For the love of Pete. For crying out loud. For king and country. They're a good band. <laughs> Farvignugan. I can't even say that one. Oh, Megan's favorite. Gracious. <laughs> Golly. Gosh. 
Gosh darn it. Ugh. Gal dang it. Gal. Gal, oh, that makes more sense. Gal dang it. God dandruff. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> Good gravy. Good heavens. Great Caesar's ghost. <laughs> Great googly moogly. Gadzooks. Heck. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> H-E double hockey sticks. Holy shnikes. Holy buckets. Horse hockey. Horse pucky. Horse plop. Horse feathers. Horse patootie. Kick rocks. <laughs> Jeepers. Jeez. Jack wagon. Judas priest. Jumpin' Jehoshaphat. Jiminy Christmas. Gee willikers. Kiss my grits. Mother. Mother of pearl. Mother of Moses. Mother father. Mother Mary. Mother Francis. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Malarkey. My Lanta. Mickey Ficky. My goodness. My gracious. My heavens. My deacons. My gosh. Nerds. Poop. Poop on a plate. Poop in a pierogi. <laughs> <laughs> Poop in a pocket. Peter, Saul, and Mary. Peter, Pat. Paul, and Mary. Pat. Say Jack. <laughs> Rat. Razza frazzin. Shoot. Shizzle. Snot. Shucks. Shucky darns. Shut your pie hole. Shut the front door. Suck eggs. <laughs> Gracious. <laughs> okay. Son of a brisket. Son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit eater. Son of a Baptist preacher. Son of a building block. Son of a bacon pit. <laughs> <laughs> this is that? Son of a nutcracker. Son of a motherless goat. Son of a gun. Son of a Philistine's mother. <laughs> Some of it inches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Turd. T- Tickled. Tick. No. Ticked. Sorry. <laughs> Tickled. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Thunder turtles. I don't know what that is. What the heck? What the devil? What in the world? What the fig? What the what? What the French toast? <laughs> Those were funny. Oh gosh, that was incredibly hard. <laughs> we made that through without. <clears throat> that's all you guys. That's that's not us. You're responsible for that, all you listeners. All right, now that that's out of the way. Oh, man. Are there any replacement cuss words that any of us use that are on that list or didn't make that list? Crap? Was crap on there? Crapola was. I don't think crap was. I said crap. I said crap. I said crap. One of my personal favorites is shoot a monkey. Shoot a monkey. Shoot a monkey. Shoot a monkey. Yep. My mom just used to say shoes all the time. She'd go, oh, shoes. And she'd say cuss, too, wouldn't she? Just like the word cuss. Oh, cuss. Cuss. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to steal that. Oh, cuss. <laughs> That's awesome. All of mine were on there. Gracious. My Lanta is a lot. Fudge. That's Megan Kelly. My Lanta. Yeah, but you've, you've caught on to it, though. Yeah. But of course you are, because that's from Fuller House. Yeah. My favorite, Candace though, Jaren said it. Candace Cameron Beret, shout out. Um, but Jaren said... On the last podcast, my favorite, and he said it for the reasons that it is my favorite, shut the front door. Because <laughs> it's got the all S, all the, the right S syllables. The <laughs> uh, I say bull plop a lot. Bull plop? But just because it's fun. Bull plop! That's 
hilarious. But no, I say foot. That was on there. And... My least favorite. That's your foot? No. You're what you're about to say, eventually, (laughs) because you say it all the time, is my least favorite. Gosh darn it. Yes. I I say that a lot. That's that's a habit one. I can't get that one out um, of my brain. One that I used to say a lot, which I think I mentioned on the last podcast, was just F. I said that in high school a lot. Oh, F. Oh, F. (laughs) And uh, it was very satisfying. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's talk about what the Bible says about cussing. Uh, Here are a few verses that are commonly brought up when we ask if cussing is a sin. Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. James 5.12, but above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. James 3.10, from the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Ephesians 4, 5, or 5, 4, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude jo- joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Exodus 20, 7, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And Luke six forty five: the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So, at first glance, this appears to present a very clear message that cussing is sinful. But on the other hand, all of these verses seem to be talking about specific situations. For instance, the verse I read from Ephesians is talking about not using corrupting talk in front of other people, but instead to build them up. Uh, this doesn't seem like it's against cussing exactly. It's about not degrading a person. In the James verse, it says, do not swear, but it's talking about taking an oath. Mm-hmm. Don't swear as in don't make it a practice of having to say, I promise to people before they'll believe you. Mm-hmm. Just speak the truth always. So that's not really about cussing at all. The second James verse that I said was uh, about the... The same mouth shouldn't produce blessing and cursing, but in that sense, if they're opposites, this would again mean aiming your negative words at another person. Now, Ephesians 5.4, that one is clearly about vulgarity and crude jokes, which is clearly sinful. Exodus 20, verse 7, is about not using the Lord's name in vain. So, of course, any cursing or exclaiming, using or implying God or Jesus in it is sinful as well. And lastly, the Luke verse says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, which I believe is a situation, again, where we should refrain from public vulgarity and crudeness. So... There are a few more verses that are along these lines, but a couple questions can be raised from what the Bible says and what the Bible doesn't say here. The first question, and I love all your opinion on this, is, is cussing more about the words we say or the attitude in which we say them? I mean, our swear words in 2017 America are ones that we've developed as a culture and deemed inappropriate, but they change over time and where you're at in the world and Mm -hmm. all that. For instance, just in America... Crap used to be considered nearly as vulgar as the S word. And I remember it was when I was a kid that that started to shift. And I remember the first time that uh, I saw it on, or I heard it on Hey Arnold. Uh, and I think it was crapola, but it's still the same right. same basic word. Uh, Helga said, what's this crapola? And I'm like, oh, they can't say that, can they? Can they say that? 
Um, and uh, you know, it's it's not considered vulgar anymore. It's on Nickelodeon, Disney Channel shows. We've we've been desensitized to it, mm-hmm. and we're starting to get desensitized to uh, you know the A word for butt, and uh, now the S word, which is starting to be more and more common on basic you know cable TV mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, is it about the word? Is it about the attitude? Is it kind of both? Um, I think biblically it's more about the attitude. Um, but in our culture, it's obviously the word. It because of what we've made it, because of what man has deemed as a cuss word and what is inappropriate or appropriate to say. And I fully agree. Over time, we've become so desensitized to. I mean, for television to say hell is, it happens all the time on Mm -hmm. regular TV. There was a television show that we were watching, very PG, very clean, not anything that we had to wait for the kids to go to bed to put on. Chris and I just had it on while we were making dinner. And all of a sudden, Mila walks in and she drops her purse. My daughter is going to be six next month. She drops her purse on the floor drops things out of it and says, what the H-E double hockey sticks? But she said the word. Um, and Chris and I looked at each other, and we do not cuss in our home. I don't cuss. Chris may say a thing or two outside of the home. Um, but that's something that she had never heard. Our friends are church people. We just, there was no clue in our mind where she got this from. So Chris said, Mila, what did you just say? And she repeated it. Where did you hear that from? And she just takes her one little index finger and points to the television behind her that's playing the TV show that we were watching. And sure enough, Chris rewinds it to the scene prior, and they had said it. They had just said it. They had just said it. We didn't even hear it. That's how desensitized we had become to it. We had become to it? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, become to it, become (laughs) (laughs) whatever. (laughs) I would say you don't notice those things as much until you hear your child saying it. Yes, Matt and I did the same, you know, we we had to just nix every show we watch now. We We cannot watch watch in front of anything. Because he is learning new words, and he hears a new word, and he repeats it, Mm -hmm. and repeats it, and repeats it, and... The only primetime show we found that we can watch now is MasterChef Junior. Right. (laughs) (laughs) With the kids, yeah. So, it's... And even, like, even the Christian cuss words, I, like, hear come out of his mouth, and I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Today, just this morning... He was walking around going, my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. And the other day, you know, I just said stupid. And he's just running around going, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> and you don't think about how ugly those words are until you hear your toddler say oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's yeah. picked up. He's picked up stupid thing whenever something's yeah. not working. <laughs> uh, and that's, and that's yeah. him 
following us. Mm-hmm. That's well, him you. learning. <laughs> okay. Okie dokie. Mr. Gosh darn it. He hasn't said that yet, I don't think. He was just going surprise, around surprise. saying gosh this morning. My gosh. Was not my same. gosh. <laughs> well, my voice would say, what the? And I was like, please don't say that. They just walk around, what the? No. That is not okay. Yeah. I really like what the what. What the I think the what? that should be the, the standard now. But you have to say it. You can't say what the what. Yeah, you have to say the what, what the, the what? what? <laughs> <clears throat> I know something my mom would always tell me was it's not the word it, when you use Christian word, Christian cussing words. Uh-huh. Okay. It's not what you're saying that's wrong, it's what you're meaning to say that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so that always hit me. Right, it's it's a matter of the heart. If right. I uh stub my toe and angrily yell the F word or I angrily yell fart instead I don't feel like I'm being any less sinful uh, as long as I'm by myself Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) if I'm in front of other people then yes the F word is a little worse but uh, it's it's a matter of what's uh, coming out of the abundance of our heart like Mm -hmm. that verse says Mm -hmm. Uh, but the second question that's raised is this Uh, the Bible covers vulgarity in front of others Unwholesome talk, cursing others, using the Lord's name in vain, crude jokes, and that kind of stuff. But what about moments of pure emotion, specifically while alone? Um, now, we've talked about if we stub our toe or see a car about to crash into us, and almost everyone has that exact same reaction, scream a cuss word. Now, we can force ourselves to muffle it and just let out a loud growl and mumbled nonsense when others are around, but it's still forcing ourselves to stop our gut reaction. And I would go further to say that this isn't always something that we've learned, um, that sometimes it's just our hardwired response, or at least something that we've developed ourselves over time, um, because we do have that tendency to react to something. We don't just, oh, fiddle-dee-dee. <laughs> Gosh, that was unfortunate. Oh man. <laughs> You know, that's not satisfying at all. We want, we have rage. We want to let it out. Ah, why did I do that? Anger at ourselves, stuff like that. So, of course, this doesn't mean that it's not sinful, as a man is born sinful, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is specifically sinful either. So if I'm alone in my house uh, and stub my toe and react out of surprise, anger, and pain with the F word, is that breaking these set of rules that are set forth by the Bible? Or is this something that we kind of have to decide if that's a sin per person? I certainly think it's a per person yeah. conviction, to be totally honest. For myself, I'm convicted if I am just alone. Because my thought process is, well, the Lord still heard me. And that when, just like we were saying, when we hear our kids say, gosh, or what the, and we're just, it just kind of sends chills down our spine. Uh, I don't want to hear you saying that. That's my image of God when he hears me say what we've deemed as cuss words. Uh, I just don't want to hear you saying that, Megan. You're my daughter. I That's not really how I created your mouth to work and not what I want to hear you saying. <laughs> so if I stub my toe at home or if I drop a glass out of the cabinet and end up breaking my foot... <laughs> um, my reaction is not a cuss word. It's <laughs> but it's, okay. But in that instance, specifically with our first question, they're talking about 
uh, doesn't matter what we say or or anything. Is that the same thing? Sure. Is that angry reaction <coughs> still the same as saying the F word? See, and I have to say, I have to argue that it's not, only yeah. because God gave us emotions, and mm-hmm. it's okay to be angry. It is not okay to act out in our anger, and that's what I tell Canon all the time. <laughs> it is okay to be angry. It's okay to feel these things, that God gave us these emotions for a purpose and for a reason. It is not okay for us to act out. So you think that that stops short of actually saying a word to let out our anger? As for me, just, personally. But, but yeah, as a per-person yes. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. For Chris, it's not the same. And maybe if he had been on the podcast, he could say this, say it for himself. But <laughs> <laughs> somebody didn't want to do this podcast, so I'm just going to use him as an example for a lot. <laughs> he just doesn't have that same conviction. And that's something that as a wife, I've had to really learn. My convictions are not his convictions, and my convictions are not Matt's or Deidre's or Tyler's convictions. It's her person, how the mm-hmm. Lord has worked on our heart. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. Yes. <laughs> Second that. I concur. I concur. For me, um, even when I don't speak the words out of my mouth, if I scream like Megan said she screams, I'm still thinking those words in my mind. Yeah. So to me, it's, it doesn't, it's not it's any better. It's the same. It's the right. same. Um, so. I think I fall into that boat, too. Uh, like, especially when it's when Elijah's home and I know I'm not going to scream this word. I'm still screaming it in my mind when something terrible happens. Uh, for instance... We're potty training our kid right now. <laughs> and oh, yay. <laughs> I left him downstairs with your wife and big boy undies. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that he knows when his body's telling him he's got to uh, drop a toozy. But sometimes he decides to ignore it and drop it in the living room. And I, uh, I get pretty upset, but I try to, <laughs> try to hold that in. Definitely don't let any words out and can't can't scream at the kid because accidents happen. Uh, but, gosh, I'm saying a lot of things in my head at the time. And I've realized that, that whew, you need to calm down. <clears throat> I'm getting angry right now. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Just breathe, Matt. But, here's, but here's another example of like an emotional thing. Uh, a, few, a few years ago, uh, well, 2012, uh, P.O.D. came out with an album called Murdered Love, which was a... Really phenomenal album for them. Um, but in the, I believe it was the last song in the album, it was called I Am. And in this song, um, it's basically telling the story from a uh, first-person perspective of uh, a guy who has had this hard life. He's been uh, abused. And it's been rough. And he doesn't trust God. He doesn't believe in God. But people are telling him about Jesus. And it's his slowly, slowly being angry at God kind of thing, and and slowly coming to the Lord. And I believe at the end of the song, it, it comes to this realization that you know, this is the way to go. Mm-hmm. You know, but in the song, they went with a uh, decision which they fought back and forth on, and kind of settled in between to 
speak like the people in their neighborhood growing up, which they grew up in, in kind of the hard area of South uh, of uh, San Diego, that uh, they decided to go with the vernacular of the culture that they grew up in, which uh, I believe this was actually something that someone that they knew screamed at them at one point, which was, tell me who the F is he, referring to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you know, you see, all this has happened, all this, and, you know, where was he? Why was, you mm-hmm. know, why didn't he speak up or do anything to change it, that kind of stuff. And uh, they initially were going to have the whole, the actual word uncensored on there, and they uh, debated about it internally because, of course, this is a Christian band, mm-hmm. and they knew that uh, they were pretty much deciding right here that they wouldn't be on any Christian radio with this right. album. Um, and they actually decided to go with kind of censoring it with a record scratch over the mm-hmm. uh, most of the word, but you can tell what the word is, you know, what they're saying. But anyway, they got a lot of uh, heat for it, obviously. But they also had a lot of people standing up for it. And I, I actually wrote an article about it, how I thought it was the, the right, wrong thing to do. Um, because it was a song that was made to reach out to these people that have these honest, real, raw, emotional feelings about you know anger towards God, anger towards the world, anger towards Christians or, or their families or, or people that have... Uh, abuse them or people who say they're Christians and have, you know, done things that hurt them in the past and stuff like that. And um, I thought the message that they were sending was overall very positive and uh, uplifting for someone in that situation. But at the same time, do I wish that they did that without kind of crossing that line? Of course. But... I think that that also opened it up to uh, people that wouldn't normally listen to Christian music, mm-hmm. which is kind of what POD's all been about. They don't typically play in Christian uh, festivals or stuff like that. They go and play at OzFest and stuff like that, and they'll put up a giant banner that says Jesus loves you over it while they're playing their music. Mm-hmm. You know, That's their whole philosophy as a band is to you know, step out of the Christian circle. But anyway... <laughs> with that long explanation of it. Um, what what do you think of that decision that they made? Do you think that that was the right choice? Or or is there is it even able to be defined as right or wrong specifically in this uh, situation? Or is it just a chance that they took? Because it's obviously not them. It's not like they were specifically cussing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like almost it's acting pretty much just through a song is that still considered the same thing is it wrong it clearly wasn't presented as something good it wasn't like a rap song where you know this is my vernacular and you know you're gonna learn it now it's clearly presented as something bad it's clearly presented about somebody who is in a rough place is that considered the same thing sinful for me, um, it reminds me of a movie that I've watched in the past couple of years. Um, the movie was called 42. It's about Jackie Robinson. Mm. Um, and in that movie, they used incredible, like, vulgar language towards different race. 
and they use words that we don't use anymore. Um, and it's tough to hear why you're watching the movie, but it would have been impossible for them to get the point of cross without them using those words in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that kind of, I think it's kind of the same thing. You know right. what I mean? They needed to get their point across. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, they had to say that. You know what I mean? Um, otherwise, people wouldn't have necessarily, they wouldn't have. Felt it correctly. Yeah, they wouldn't have gotten yeah. the point that they wouldn't have felt the emotions the way they needed to. Right. In fact, on that same uh, thread, there's a, a Christian movie called The Second Chance, which I absolutely love. And it it, it actually stars Michael W. Smith, uh, of all people, and I think it's the only thing he's ever acted in. Um, and he did pretty good. Um, but what The Second Chance is, is it's about a small inner city church kind of run down but it's funded by a mega church you know in the suburbs of the same town and it's led by uh, a uh, kind of a rougher pastor <laughs> and uh, they do a you know inner city sunday or whatever where they bring him into the big church and he gives a whole spiel about why you should donate to this to the church and whatever but he gets up there at the beginning of this movie, and he stops mid uh, mid speech and um, warning. I'm going to use the D word. He says, "If you aren't going to, if you're not willing to come down to our church and meet these people and help uh, serve them face to face, keep your damn money." And I and I'm watching this Christian movie, really. Typical Christian movie. And that comes out, and I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, they're getting real with this. Yeah. And in a later scene, he uh, he's confronting some uh, gang member, leader, or whatever, who's trying to shake down somebody that works in his, his uh, youth department. And, you know, he says, get your A out of here, or whatever. Like that, but it's it's real, it's raw emotion, just like that, and and I think it it represented what they were trying to uh, showcase very well. He did not come across as vulgar to me. He came across as honest and and uh, passionate. Yeah, passionate. Good, good, thank you, darling. That's why I married you. Um, and uh, it made you feel for the character even much more. Uh, and. Uh, by the end of that movie, of course, it didn't matter to me whatsoever. It's almost like they were doing, like, um, we talked about this in Sunday school a couple weeks ago, like Paul, um, with the early church, they were fighting over things that mm-hmm. weren't, in the long run, important. Right. So us, you know, uh, reprimanding these people who just grew up in that culture of swearing and accusing them of not being Mm Christian-like just because of their language, you know, we're kind of missing the big picture. Right. That it can cross over into legalism really quickly. Yeah. And I think that's a fine line that we can kind of Mm teeter-totter as Christians when it comes down to those um, subjects that aren't quite black and white. Yeah. You know? And they then become legalistic for us. Well, 
do we do this or do we not do this? And honestly, I think it has a lot to do with, like I said, personal conviction and knowing your audience. I don't think... So, in the movie that you're describing, had it been a real pastor in a real inner city that had been, you know, just really rough, having a rough neighborhood and having a congregation of really rough people and people that he's trying to reach, um, would he have been able to reach those people if he had stood from his pulpit and said things like, golly, and oh man, and shucky darn, and uh, probably not. His ministry wouldn't have been effective. Not saying that he wouldn't have reached anybody, but how many more people had this been a real pastor, a real scenario, mm-hmm. you know, how many more people would he have reached um, by being vulnerable and honest and being on their level? And I think Samantha touched on that in the last podcast. How many people are we going to bring to Jesus um, by showing them who we truly are and why we need a Savior? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, uh, please be aware that no matter where each of us falls in our opinions here, we are not saying that it's okay to cuss in your regular vocabulary and certainly not to go against what the Bible says in any of those areas and the verses that we brought up. But these are questions that don't get asked in the Christian culture enough, and that's always interesting to examine. I'm glad you got to come along with us. Uh, Does anyone have anything else they want to add before we wrap up? I would say that maybe... Maybe the way we tell our kids, you know, those are adult words, that can be harmful. Mm. Because then, like Megan, when she turned 18 and wanted to be considered an adult, right? she was like, okay, I can say these words now that you told me are adult words. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's what we say to the kids to justify our saying them. Right. You know, no, that's a, that's an adult word. You know, I'm allowed to say that, but you're not. <laughs> right. So I think that, I think setting a, an example of that's a word no one should say instead of that's that's an adult word mm-hmm. would be That's something. a good point. Mm-hmm. There's actually a children's cartoon that uh, my boys watched when they were very small, and I had to nip it in the bud when I saw an episode where um, the, one of the main characters used quote-unquote sentence enhancers. And... The they um, would bleep it, but as adults, mm. we could clearly see and tell. Okay, we know exactly what he's saying there. The kids, of course, didn't know because it was bleeped, but it's a children's cartoon, and they're calling them sentence enhancers, and they're bleeping them. So I thought at that point, okay, my boys will not be watching this cartoon ever again we will not have any of the merchandise in our house ever again what show is it spongebob spongebob that's right yeah patrick calls them sentence enhancers i know there was an uh i I know there was an arthur episode where they had one of the characters say a cuss word and they bleeped it out but it was all about how that's inappropriate all the time cuss Mm. words were inappropriate but i remember just being shocked that they even went that far and had a bleeped out cuss word in that right. kid show. And that's like a little that's kid a little show. Right, that's a PBS yeah. show. Right. <laughs> but, but for Spongebob and Patrick to call them sentence enhancers, <laughs> I kind of thought, okay, that's 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of glorifying it. Right. You know? It's making it normal. It's right. normalizing it. Right. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> Stupid kid shows. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to do it for today. And that was our discussion on Christian cussing. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. Christian cussing. If nothing else, you probably learned a few new Christian cuss words that don't, you can use. Don't y'all go cussing around your mama, okay? <laughs> Watch what Should you say about my mama. Put a soap bar in your mouth. <laughs> oh, man. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be back soon and close out the show. show as we close out the show today with your bible verse and thought for the day bible verse for the day is romans 14 11, for it is written as i live says the lord every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to god our thought for the day comes from tim keller to pray is to accept that we are and always will be wholly dependent on god for everything thank you for joining us this morning we're here every monday through thursday starting at 7 a.m eastern 4 a.m pacific with an encore presentation at 10 eastern and 7 pacific and if you ever miss one of our shows you can find all the chatty bits smashed together into a podcast for you over on backrowradio.com don't forget to connect with all aspects of the back row by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme packed facebook group at brbchurch.com if you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio, please consider partnering with us at our Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com slash backrowradio. I just realized that we really throw a lot of links at you at the end of the show. We do. That's four. So I hope everybody has like a pen, <laughs> a pen. ready. Hope you're not driving. Get a pen. Yeah, right. Write all these down. Uh, <laughs> Patreon is spelled P A T R. E-O-N dot com slash Radio or go to BackRowRadio.com to scroll all the way to the bottom of the page. You'll find the link there. Uh, but help us. Help us uh, get to the point where we can do this without fearing running out of money. Uh, Mo, what's the final word? Fudge-sickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.